<laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Conversations with Mel. I'm so excited about today, and we're going to have a conversation. And I'm really looking forward to today. And it's been an incredible day all day today. It's been very, very interesting. I'm just excited about this. So I want to introduce my guest. And the thing is, is so what I want to do is I want to introduce Tammy Dista. I, wait, let me tell you my experience with Tammy. Let's watch her face when I say this. Last year when I was here, you know, at our family home in Michigan, <laughs> I went to the, to the Violet Flame Healing Center for a meditation on a Monday morning. No, I think it was in the evening. I think I went in the evening. So I went to I went to one of their crystal bowl events and and I've heard I've heard crystal bowls more, but and the minute I walked into into the 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 violet flame, I want to go velvet flame for some reason. That's where I always pause. It's like blue velvet. You know how that song is. So I walked in and Tammy was there to greet me, and I just felt as if I've known her forever. And we had quite an experience together. I probably won't go into it right now because this story is about Tammy. It's not about me. Just tell okay. us about yourself before you got into awakening. Before um, awakening, I, I feel like I was always on that. I think we are all always on that uh, process, that river, that flow of awakening. But um, I used to be a teacher. I was a middle school teacher, mostly math and English for over 30 years um, in South Warren, not too far from where the center is and where Mel is right now. And, uh, and, and I was doing okay. I was going to go another two or three years. It was getting difficult. It's, we have a difficult population that struggles um, with education. And, uh, but I was still managing. And, um, but then my husband had passed unexpectedly three, three years ago just threw me into um, all sorts of emotions and grief and how do I get four kids through college make in when I made a fraction of what my husband made and um, you know threw me into my own healing and uh, I tried grief groups I tried everything mostly more migrate towards regular you know, therapy. And even though many of my friends suggested I, cause I was, <laughs> I had a hard time functioning. I had a hard time waking up, sleeping, managing my life, making any little decisions was tough. So, um, I started off just going with local psychics and just tell me my life's going to be okay. And, um, and in the meantime, I was all also opening. I was getting so many messages from my husband. Um, I had always been a big believer of the afterlife. So um, songs, birds, numbers, dreams, everything. And um, But about seven months after his passing, I just, I hit a really tough part of my dark night of the soul. And um, I just reached out and just begged the universe, please send me answers. Please help me want to stay on this planet um do that to my kids i couldn't leave my kids i had to function somewhat so they can sort of have a home base that's stable so uh um and the the universe started sending me sign after sign go here i learned someone told me about meetups so i found different um 
different practices, different meditations, different people that I resonated with, a whole new tribe. And uh, I just opened up more, opened to, I call them the tingles. I have these strange tingles that I'm sure most of you get. Almost like some someone playing with my hair. I used to think it was my husband. It's still, it could be, I don't know. But I would get this tingle anytime I knew I was supposed to do this next thing, go to this next meetup, go to a trip. I was, you know, ended up climbing the Red Rocks of Sedona with Shaman and, you know, going to England um, and, you know, going to Stonehenge and uh, participating in drum circles and uh, just listening, just anything. People thought I was losing my mind. I, I sort of was, but I was awakening. I was ascending and I was journaling every single day and um and and it started off with rough i hate to go back and read that stuff um but it is interesting to see how much i've changed in the last three years talked about the story about going to ann arbor and studying with someone i would love for you to be able to tell that story and how you heard the uh the crystal bells Balls, bowls, <laughs> crystal very first bowls, bowls. <laughs> yeah, I um, several psychics. The the theme of the psychic. I must have seen over fifty psychics in the medium psychics. I just wanted to hear messages from my husband, but I just kept hearing the same theme that you're a healer, you're a healer. I'm like, no, I'm a teacher. No, you're a healer, and and. I finally said, I don't even know what that means. And I was told I was a healer in past lives. I was a shaman, did, you know, the medicine work. And uh, um, so a few of them said, just take a Reiki class. I had no clue what a Reiki class was. I was a math teacher. So um, so I finally committed, all right, I'm going to do this Reiki class. And, and I let spirit, I was already getting good at, you know, surfing the web where, where should I stop I was allowing spirit to guide me and it stopped on this man John Stein Steinbauer um 22 lunar um and it did make sense he was like an hour and a half away from my house I'm sure there were many other Reiki classes I could have taken um you know 15 minutes away but whatever that's what spirit told me to go to so I went signed up I happened to be his only student that weekend um, it was a three-day session, and the first day, um, he he pulled out these bowls. I these his were all white, and he had three or five of them. And he just had me sit in the you know asana pose and uh, you know try to meditate. I was still not good at meditating. Um, and he played these bowls for it seemed like a day, but I think it was two hours and. It was pretty much one of the most annoying experiences I ever had. I, you know, just being uncomfortable, having my hands up like this for, for two hours, nothing to rest my shoulders on. And, and two of them just felt like nails on a chalkboard. And um, so I went home and he did, a, you know, did some attunements, Reiki attunements. And, and that was nice. But I went home and told my neighbor, oh, my goodness, these bowls are so awful. Like, I, I wouldn't even go back, but I already paid him for three sessions. So I went back the next day and there he goes with the bowls. And I said, you know, do I have to leave my hands like this? It, it just, just was so uncomfortable. Um, 
he's like, well, try as long as you can. And then if you, whatever, you know, be in receptive pose. So I did that. So I had no expectations or my expectations were pretty low, pretty negative. And it was within probably 10 minutes that, um, and again, I, I don't think I ever truly meditated. I, I did some work on with YouTube videos and allowed me to sleep longer and allowed me to function a little bit better at work. But I was just within 10 minutes. There was a man to my right um, and I knew he was my guide and, and I was just having this casual conversation with him in my head. Oh, oh hello, where are we going? And we were just walking, walking. We walk up to a circle that happened to have many of my relatives, but it, it took me a while to finally ask him, like, who are you? You know, I, you must be my, my, my spirit guide, huh? And, and he just nodded and he had a mask and then he took it off and like a, an odd, like golden reminded me of the medieval or the, you know, the 1700s, um, the fancy mask is, you know, violet, wearing violet purple. And he just said, well, my name is St. Germain. I, people refer to me as St. Germain. I'm like, I had never heard of St. Germain. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I just, and I commented, because he had like a, it reminded me of like velvet, very ornate dress and, and uh, ruffles. I said, oh, you remind me of Prince. And he's like, he just nodded. He's like, yeah, he's one of my friends or something. It was just so bizarre. But he took me, it felt like lifetimes. I went, I, I had an experience with a child that I had miscarried. And I knew this was my child when he sat on my lap in this like utopia, beautiful scene. It reminded me of Greece. I've never been there, but that was my imagination and water all around. And, and this child just sat and told me, mommy, um, you're going to go back and teach everyone how to live like us um because i would look around and i just saw nothing but bliss and happiness and people and laughter and joy and that was just that was the message that was the message of my life mommy you're going to go back and teach everybody just to do what they love and then everyone will live like this everyone will be happy yeah it just I'll never forget that. This little curly hair, little four or five year old sitting, he's about the age of my grandson right now, sitting on my lap telling me this. And uh, and St. Germain took me other places. And when I came out of it, you know, my Reiki master knew that I had had this amazing experience. He's like, please journal. So I journaled for over an hour. And, and, um, and it was funny because my writing, when I go back, it, it took on a form that looked like a grail, reminded me of like a cup, a grail, a chalice. And, and I told him, I said, yeah, I think I met my spirit guys. He called himself St. Germain. And he's like, you met St. Germain? <laughs> like, he's a thing? I, I, I knew not. He's like, you go home and you research. So it just blew my mind that he was a thing. And he's an amazing thing. And it's all about Awakening the heart chakra, which I didn't even know what a heart, what a chakra was at that time. But uh, so, so when yeah. people, when when you tell the story for people that have not gone through an enlightenment or awakening, what are their what are their reactions to it? I would love to know their reactions. It's, How do you explain it to someone? You know, some I mean, that a spirit guide. <laughs> yeah, it it's not. I don't explain it to many. You know, I, I started talking to my daughter about it and you know I got the okay and she had already I had already been 
going to shamanic circles and I had already been to Sedona and stuff. So she knew I was changing to say the least. And, um, so I saw the eyes I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to keep this on the DL for a while. And, um, but I would know, I, I would know when I was comfortable enough for someone to hear this story and, and, um, you know, in the circles I was, you know, Ferndale's a, a very, um, aware awakening community around us. So whenever I went to Ferndale, I felt comfortable and there were other people, Oh, St. Germain, he's my guy too. There was even like cards, uh, you know, Oracle decks with St. Germain. I met a girl that had that and, uh, cause she picked up right on right away. I see purple all around you. You're St. Germain and violet flame, the, using the violet flame of healing. But, um, but it was interesting, like, about a month and a half after that experience, I'm going through the meetup. I, oh, I feel like doing something today. And I see a meetup. Oh, the Violet Flame Healing Center, two miles from my house. I had never heard of it. Is having an open house today. So I'm like, okay, I got it. I have to go there. And that's when I first met my partner. Um, she's my part, one of my partners now. And, um, you know, and, and I wasn't terribly blown away by the experience, but it was nice meeting her. And I just signed in. I came in towards the end of the open house. And I guess we had a little chat. I don't, didn't even remember, but she called me. It was three or four months after that. And she's like, I really need a Reiki healer. I know you, you, you're a Reiki healer. And at, at that point, I've been going to Reiki shares and practicing on my dog and my kids and my grandson, but not doing it professionally. I was still teaching and, uh, and I went to say no, and spirit just shot that yes out of my mouth. I'm like, okay, I'm just I'm going to do this thing. And the, the next Thursday, I did my first official. She had a, it was a real cool series, Healing Through the Chakras. And every week, it was a different chakra. And, and she's a therapist. She did art therapy with the group. She would do meditation first and, and then start art therapy project. And one by one, they would come back to me and I do a quick, you know, 15, 20 minute Reiki session. And I knew I was becoming very intuitive, but I didn't trust it enough. Well, messages just, I guess it's common when you're a healer that messages just shot out and it was always pertaining to the person's block. What was blocking them from living their best life? Spirit would just like, you know, you know, what, what's up with your son or but. So, so when, when this all first started, I mean, how we're to, we're, let's talk time span. Okay. From going to Ann Arbor to where you were at when you met your business partner and at the Violet mm -hmm. Flame. So what was the time span between the and, and did you doubt yourself at any time that, that this was really happening or did you any doubt with inside of you? Cause I understand that speak to spirit guides. And even this morning, I said to myself, am I imagining all this shit? <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, yeah, I, I mean, there was just no other way to explain it. And no, mm -hmm. I mean, the history. So how long of a time spirit did it take you to go to Ann Arbor, become a Reiki master, or healer? And to accepting it. I mean, this is something that I think is very, very fascinating because people that will watch this now and then watch this in the future. And I want to say hello to Sandra. She came in the chat room and, and watching this. Hi, Sandra. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but watching the evolution mm -hmm. 
and you can call it enlightenment you call it awakening you can but it's it all happens a similar way explain mm -hmm. how did you accept it and then when you came out to your family members oh. how did they accept it right i always had an odd thing you know with you know i would just say i just know i just know just trust me i just know and and so i had these feelings since a child a child about certain things drugs um you know, medications that they vaccines, d different things. I just always knew. And, and I was old enough to know it's like, okay, it came true. See, it came, I always knew, but I never labeled myself. I am psychic. I mean, I always knew I was intuitive, and, but, um, so the Reiki, uh, the first Reiki master, the class was, um, almost exactly two years ago. It was beginning end of June of 2018. Um, Right away, I knew, I because I, there was something with my hands always too. People always commented, your hands are just, they would be burning hot sometimes. And I would touch people and they were, oh my gosh, you gave me the chills, the shivers, whatever. So I always knew there was something with my hands. And he picked up on that right away, um, the Reiki master. And he picked up on my intuitive abilities. The last two hours of the class was me reading him and telling him, you know, all about he was interested about his twin flame and and he just I could not believe he trusted me so much and he just kept giving me question after question and because I was in trust and we had meditated so much it was just like okay he's like just trust anything that comes to your brain and I did so and then I started right away he's like you you're a medium you're you're uh you're an intuitive you're psychic you're a medium trust it and I've heard that several times too so I started there's mediumship circles where we go practice so I would do that and um Donna Lake's in the area she's amazing she had these amazing amazing circles that we could practice and trust and uh but yeah, from the day one that I did that first Reiki at Jessica's first center, it was just down the road here. Um, I just, I just knew, yep, this is my calling. And because I, it, a big part of it was my writing too, because I would write and document everything because I would go back. I'm like, this is crazy. This is just too nuts. It's just a coincidence that I said, you know, is your son, has your son passed? And you know, is he 17? Yes. It, it was just too many things that was happening that, you know, why, um, and I didn't understand how it correlated with the Reiki and the energy healing and, and all that. But, um, but it just happened so fast because I opened myself up to spirit to trust. Trusting is really important, trusting yourself. And hello, Sandy is in Sandy also. She came to your class with her daughter, Jamie. Hello. Oh. Yes, Hi, Sandy and Jamie. <laughs> Not your class. Yeah, your meditation. So. Oh, they came to the meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. She's, and I, I think her daughter's, them. her daughter's going to be coming. Jamie's in California, room. right? Yes. Is Jamie yes. in California. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow. And I hope that I can see her when I go back. She says hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. But, oh, beautiful souls. What we're doing is I'm muting my mic so when she talks, for there's no interference. I'm paying very close attention to what's going on. And Sandy goes, yes, yes, yes. Sandy, you got to go back. Go back on a, on a Monday morning or, or in the evening and experience it again because it sure changes your life for the better. And it's become my my 
home away from home for meditation. And I want to tell the audience that are that are here that she's going to be doing her crystal bowls. <laughs> you see how I paused with that one. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is um, we're about halfway, a little bit over halfway of the show already, believe it or not. So what we're going to do is take her out of frame and then she's going to go and sit by her bowls and set up her camera, making sure. And Tammy, when you're sitting in front, I will be able to see you. And then you're going to be able to show like this to me. And then I'll put you in full frame. I'll mute my mic. And then when you see the two frames come up again, you know that it's time to go back into the closer view. Okay. Back For the forward. questions and answers. Sounds good. Yes. Sounds so good. I'm going to, okay. I'm going, to, I'm going to take her out right now. I'm going to be the sole person. You're going to hear me. I'm going to mute her mic too right now. Okay. So yeah, it was a wonderful experience of of getting to know getting to know Tammy and getting to see what she's capable of doing with with the crystal bowls, and I've been able to go really really deep and far. I mean, I've I've experienced so many amazing things um, in my time here by going to her classes in um, Saint Clair Shores, which is amazing because it's like I've come full circle coming from Saint Clair Shores or leaving leaving Michigan from St. Clair Shores, being in California, coming back to our family home. So I'm able to experience all of these different things that, that I've been able to bring back with me. And it magnifies here. I didn't know there was such a spiritual community here. Oh, I think she's in. I think she's sitting. Hello, I'm going to see. Oh, she's still working on it. Never mind. <laughs> there she is. I'm going to... Do her mic. I'm going to mute mine. The bowls that I have, they each resonate with the chakras, starting with the root, root chakra, our source of safety, when it's healthy, when you are resonating at this vibration, you feel like all your needs are met, you live in abundance, you are safe.
base of your spine. When I'm not feeling grounded, when I'm concerned about anything money, I use mantras. I am safe. I have everything I need.
tend to have, many of us women have thyroid issues in our later years. It's from years of not speaking our truth.
lotus flower and a thousand petals on the top of my head. Top of each, the tip of each petal is connected to source, to divine light energy.
big cleansing breaths as you come back to the room. Receiving more God's love, guidance. Thanking your guides for any messages that you received or will receive. Namaste. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm going to um, go back to just full page and then I'm going to have her move close to the camera again. Okie doke. Oh, I can hear you. Okay, we can I hear you. Oh, no, it's choppy. It's all choppy with both mics on. Yes, I'm going to I'm going to come back come back closer <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> so we're going to let her come back closer to the camera and then um, we're having a little bit of problems with the mics. So here she comes. And <laughs> she can hear me, I think now. <laughs> Oh, let me turn her mic off until she sits down. <clears throat> and then she's going to focus her camera, you know. <laughs> so how did you guys enjoy that? There she is. How did you enjoy, enjoy it, you guys? I would love to know in the chat room. Please put that if you really enjoyed it. And it's a wonderful experience to really experience this. There I go, the violet flame. <laughs> I'm going to say... So it's it's so intense when you're sitting in you know in the violet flame and you're just hearing the sounds. It's amazing. Sandy says I love it. And you guys have any questions for her? I would love if you guys would ask any questions. Uh, Sandra says thank you. It was lovely. Oh, they said thank you. It was lovely. It was amazing. So I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. And it's. It's just an amazing process to to hear it and listen to it. So I'm going to mute my mic and I'm going to let um, Tammy talk a little bit because we're having problems. Oh, thank thank you, everyone. Yeah, I I never know how it comes across on video or live streaming. So I hope I I I love I love it when people are affected by the vibrations. I know how much it changed my life and especially after that second time I, I had a little addiction. I'd have to go out to see John. He was the only one that I knew that did the bowls every Sunday in Ann Arbor. And there's a few people in the area that do them sporadically, but um, it is my favorite, by far my favorite healing modality. And when I do Reiki sessions, I start off with uh, at least 20 minutes of the bowl meditation because it just, it is, is so cleansing and clearing. Um, for you and it puts people in a deep relaxation and, and it helps me also relax into and connect um, to my spirits connect to to the person that i am doing the energy work on too so sharon in the chat room has a question for you and the question is when when you circle the crystal bowl is are you calling up spirits what does the chime do? The, the chime, um, 
When I was in, uh, I was in Glastonbury in September and I went to a healer at this beautiful, they call it the goddess center. Oh my gosh. Every community should have a goddess center. Um, and she used that chime over me. Um, when I work one-on-one, -on -one, it acts like a pendulum, um, but there's each, each of the chimes is a different element. Today I chose earth and air element. Um, and the, the sound has just a, a specific connection to, um, so, so yeah, earth and air. So earth getting grounded in air, getting connected to spirit, those two. Um, but I, I use the Koshi chimes in many different respects, but, um, sometimes they're used for transitions when I'm in that mode, spirits. Spirit takes over. So every session is a little different. Sometimes I'm using the gong more, which I didn't today. So um. so the, the the chimes, can people buy them on like Amazon? Yeah, if they want to, I mean, I'm becoming addicted to chimes. I've been learning how to compose music and all of my music, I put chimes in it and it just floats. And I do chimes with a, a, a reverb at the end of it. And it's just amazing. So can you buy them at places like Amazon or, and what would, what would something from, like a chime um, run? This, cause they had two sound, beautiful sound um, studio stores in, in Glastonbury. And I just, I, um, I ordered them from them. I bought one when I was there, but I didn't want to buy all four. They were quite expensive. I think uh, 85 pounds they were. Um, but then I, when I ordered them off their website, um, I can't remember what the translation to, but the, it's Koshi, K-O-S-H-I. They're made in a, the Pyrenees Mountains in France. So it, it has a special, beautiful spiritual sound to me. And, um, and again, for me, they, especially the air acts as a pendulum for your chakras when I'm doing energy healing, you know, they, they, they chime more um, when your chakras are aligned, when they're, you know, in full vibration. So it's interesting to do them before the session and after to see, you know, if the energy work on the throat chakra worked. And Are they close enough that you could pick one up and show close? and show your bowls too. some of your bowls if it's close enough for you and i'm going to turn off my mic for you can move around so yeah this is this is air and they have this inside there's like a little a glass piece i don't know if you can see and just it's very extremely delicate they're made with bamboo yeah they are mesmerizing i have a little holder at home i didn't bring it in but. wow the sound is beautiful i could become addicted to those <laughs> definitely and then you you have the different size bowls and so what you know could you show us a couple of them and, and show us what chakra that they're used for mm -hmm. this is this is third eye tune to A and uh, the musical scale. I forgot what the, the hertz is. I want to say 800 something. And I forgot. 
and this was one of the ones that was the heart and the this third eye that were the bowls that gave me you know the nails on the chalkboard the first time because I was just so blocked I was blocked with anxiety storing up here and heart grief so it's it's just funny how and then when I do the bowls for people like what was that yellow one what was that yellow well yellow is emotions solar plexus so many of us especially well men and women um emotions we just stuff down just stuff them down stuff them down well that's they affect your abdomen area they give you kidney problems and ulcers and digestive issues because of these emotions that we just haven't dealt with we just kind of stuffed them down and you know, again, it could be lifetimes ago, it could be years ago, and, you know, and it eventually manifests into, um, you know, illness, could be cancer even, and uh, sound therapy is getting huge. There's, there's lots of, of uh, scientific information on, on sound therapy. Um, certain, they can, if they find the cancer cells, uh, Resonance that resonance they use sound to blow up these cancer cells. It is so cool. I mean, you can research it. It's it's um, and it's it's ancient. You know, I have the Tibetan um, my Tibetan bowls. These I bring to my classroom. <laughs> the singing that one was loud. My singing bowls. Um, when I taught middle school, I brought like three or four. We actually did meditations with the middle school. I had my Reiki master come in and we did mass ones in the auditorium, one for sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. And um, it, it was so amazing, the kids. You know, they acted like typical middle school kids, but they just were so into it. So um, so I would bring these. Um, and my, my kids that had little too much energy for the classroom they knew that the calmer they got the louder they can make these bowls sing and it was just such an interesting <laughs> as the bowls got louder it was actually affecting you know the entire entire classroom so i have several of these and i know those i one of my friends just ordered a bunch on amazon um some come out better than others. It's always nice. I wish they had these sound stores. I know some metaphysical stores have some that you can practice. So uh, the question I want to ask you, uh, we have also a question from Sharon. Let's do that really quickly. So, cause then I want to ask, don't let me forget my question. Uh, Sharon says, how long can you circle the bowls and do the times vary? Yes, most of mine, this was just a short one. Um, my morning ones, I usually do an hour. In the evenings, we sometimes go two hours. I, I, it, it, um, yeah, some of the people get restless after like an hour, hour and 15 minutes. So I try to be, I try to see what's going on or, or sense what's going on in the, um, in the group that, you know, sometimes if I schedule it for an hour and a half, maybe an hour and five minutes is enough. So we, and I can sense their energy levels if, if they've gotten what they've needed. So, and in private sessions, it, it depends. Again, it's, it's before I have any session, I go into deep meditation and ask spirit to take over. Um, you know, I, I, 
I do Reiki as I'm playing the bowls, so you're also getting Reiki healing as I'm and sound therapy at the same time um, as we're doing this, and I'm calling in spirit guides. Uh, I try to stick with ascended masters, you know, uh, um, but a lot of times we have we have relatives that get pretty pesty with me as I'm playing, and Grandma really wants a message told to you know this sweet little girl there. So if, if they're persistent and I know they're in the light, they're in the divine light and I know it's going to benefit. Um, I do pass the messages on, but, um, it, it got at the beginning, it got a little crazy because I, I would even have my crystals out to remind myself what message was for each. Cause I'd have it's spirit would be spirits will be lining up as I'm playing the bowls knowing, Oh, I'm going to be able to pass a message to their, to their loved ones and it it just it became too distracting and I had to kind of shut down that down let's save it for a private session or or in my smaller sessions it wasn't as bad or or uh you know. I can I can understand that completely um when I first started seeing spirit guides they would they spirits would jump out of the walls and they would be bouncing off of the walls to want to speak to me and and not letting not letting me you know even think and it got so bad that I had to ask my mentor. I asked her, I says, how do, I mean, I, it's too confusing. There's too much going on and I, I can't rest. And then she told me what to do to only request that one spirit guide that, that, you know, was my first spirit guide, Reynolds, was that he was supposed to be the one that they all go through. And I can say yes or no to that. And uh, he knew when not to disturb me or when to disturb me. But the question I wanted to ask you was this, because we were talking about the chakras. We're talking about being, you know, caught up in the solar plexus, because that's normally where people get really caught up is in the first three chakras. So I know what I felt when I first had a whole self-imposed chakra treatment. I learned about it and I gave myself a chakra with crystals and I worked up each chakra in the Kundalini and what they call it, the Kundalini. And I worked it all up and it was at three o'clock in the morning in Los Angeles when at the time I got done and all I wanted to do was go running and I'm not a runner. And it was not a very safe thing for me to want to do is to go running, you know, in, you know, in Beverly Hills, you know, in the middle of the night. So that was my experience. So what was your first experience in working with your chakras and how did you feel? I'm going to turn off my mic so you can answer that question. Mm. Yes, I went to someone because another theme I kept hearing you're you're so out of balance you need to be balanced so I, I can't even remember her her I just googled it balancing chakras <laughs> and and um and she actually did yeah I forgot about that she used tuning forks um and some other sound to balance it and balance me and she told me what and, you know it was common my back then it was my throat chakra not speaking my truth and um, but I left there just floating, floating, floating. And I just told people, I just feel lighter. I felt so much lighter. I couldn't, I couldn't put a name. It wasn't a particular shocker, but I, I think she had worked with all of them. And that was the first, first, probably official, 
um, balancing and sound therapy. And that that's, yeah, that happened six months before I even was introduced to the bowls. Um, yeah, I, gosh, I wish I would remember her name. I, I need to go back. She's, she's in the Detroit area, Rochester, I think it was. Um, but yeah, and that, that feeling lasted at least four or five days. And, uh, yeah. So I also wrote everything down and especially through the moments of the beginning of my awakening. And I have volumes and volumes of things that have happened. And I know they're all implanted in my brain. And if I just meditate, I can think of all of them, but it's really amazing on how many things that you learn in, in such a short period of time and how it changes your life. What advice would you give to somebody that was starting, that was, you know, watching this show, watching this and, and saying, wow, I would really like to learn more about chakras. I would really like to learn about Reiki. I'd like to learn more about the, the bowls. I'd like to learn about, you know, the crystals, everything. And what advice would you give them? It's the whole listening, learning to listen, and 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 of course the meditation is is key of calming down. And even though I I always said I, I couldn't meditate, I at least tried, and I at least had that morning practice. Um, I always remember I went to Renaissance Unity when Marianne Williamson was a, a minister there. And she always said the importance of the five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the morning spent with your divine light, with your, with, with your Jesus or whoever you resonate with will change your entire day. So five minutes, who can't give up five minutes of calling in? And even if I woke up just ugh, out of sorts, I'd still, you know, try to commit myself to that five minutes. Or if I couldn't, I would write, I would write asking questions, asking um, asking angels. I used to get, when I started seeing more and more, I would get, my angels were funny, especially Raphael. And they would be like little children just whining, like, we're so bored. We, cause they need you. You need to ask them. They, we have free will <laughs> hanging out. Okay. When is she going to ask? We, we can help. We can help her out of this mess, you know? So, so. <laughs> I wish, I wish mine, I wish mine would have been children. Sometimes they were so freaking serious all the time, well, except Saint the last six. Yeah, Saint, Saint Germain, he gets like that. It's he's almost like that parent that like puts his fist in your back, like set up straight, set up straight, because he would, because I would, I would not own myself, and I would hold back and. And so he's that strong, like Archangel Michael energy is with that sword and strong. And I need to call him. In and, uh, and yeah, my, my, my... I'm just, it's just because it brings up, you know, having conversations. I wish we, I don't understand the audio problem. But I don't, we'll find out how it is all afterwards, but I'm having a good time. So. When I was introduced to two new spirit guides, and that was head four, because I have five of them that are the serious ones that really, you know, work with me. Um, and they told me that I would speak to multitudes of people. And I said, I already have. And then I heard this voice go, that was just training. You know, it was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've 
got to be kidding me. That was training. <laughs> but um, any regrets in this path? Have you had any regrets whatsoever? Not, not at all. Not at all. And, and something, someone who, um, he's in my life right now, not fully awakened. Uh, he doesn't realize that he's awakening, but he just said something so key because I, I used to tell myself, because leaving teaching was huge for me. Okay. I had, you know, I lost my husband's whole income, got a little bit of pension from him, but four kids in college, my grandson's living with me, two homes, two mortgages, tons of bills. Uh, I need money. You know, I don't need less money. I need more. How am I going to trust leaving that secure teaching job um, to come to woo woo world, which who knows how many clients I'm going to get, but <laughs> and I got the message, trust, 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 trust. I had to trust it. And it, you know, and I would tell yep, I guess I am going to retire. And I get those eyes from everyone. Are you serious? What do you, you know, but then I would tell myself, well, I can always go back. I can always go back. I can substitute teach. I can go back to teaching. It's okay. And, and when he said that the other day, he's like, you never go back. You always go forward. And it's like, bam. Yeah. Stop saying that. Stop. That's giving myself a little block. Well, I could always go back. No, no. <laughs> what, how far I've come. I, I could never imagine two years ago. Oh yeah. I have partners and I have a center and people are, you know, contacting me from all around the world. And, uh, you know, I went, you know, I wrote a, a I wrote the book. I haven't published the book, but my blog went viral because I wrote a letter to the president apologizing. So a million people have read this letter and through that letter, their contact, they found out, you know, they got on my website. So I'm being contacted from Australia everywhere. And, you know, people that have read my blog and asking for advice and healing and, and it's just been amazing. I've regretted a movement. Everything is meant to be or else it would not have been. That's something that you've learned in, in allowing and to being one with the universe and one, one with all that is. I mean, it's an amazing process, but we've come to the end of our show. Um, any, do we have anybody would like to ask a last question that it's like a 16, 16 second lag. So it takes a little bit, but it's been wonderful having you. And, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Monday, mm-hmm. Monday, you know, for, for the, for the meditation, uh, I could use some, I could use some of that. And, uh, so one last question that I'll ask you while I'm waiting to see if anybody's going to ask a question in the chat room. Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm going to turn off my mic. In five years, it's hard to imagine because me, I've never been goal, that much goal oriented. It's all, this life is all about going with the flow. I sit, I have a cottage up north on a river and I sit and that river just gives me so much peace and I'm just let spirit lead me. I'm just the passenger. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I know I'll be in the, in the healing realm, but I, I, 
I'm a Gemini, so it's every month it's, oh, flower essences, oh, sound therapy, oh, I'm, I'm going to learn this modality. So I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know what I'll be doing in two days. It's it's just whatever lights me up and where spirit is guiding me and my higher self, and uh, I have no idea. Now I now I understand the reason why you said you had to focus on, you know, I got your email uh, about coming to to the center, and it was at eight o'clock, but you you were gathering at seven, so I missed it by an hour, so it was no way that I could get there. But the the phrase that you made that you needed to really center yourself and 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 because you were at the at your cabin, you didn't tell me there was a river. Holy mackerel! <laughs> Yeah, so my entire book was written sitting at that. My dock is falling apart. It's a little dock that's probably 50 years old. It's falling apart, but I would bring my little iPad, my little cordless keyboard, and just write and write and write, type, type, type. And uh, yeah, my book hopefully will be out soon. It's it's my website's my new norm. Husband's name was Norm, so mynewnorm.net. But some of the chapters are on there if you're. Um, and it's it's like it's sad, but it's all goofy, humorous, quirky things that I did, and and just little anecdotal things that signs and. My first book was written at the Beverly. No, yeah, the Beverly Wilshire hotel in Beverly Hills by the pool because I used I used to cut hair for a living so I, I would you know I would sit by the pool when I didn't have a client and that was awesome I mean it was beautiful and I'm not going to tell you what kind of book it is um, Sharon said you can be with nature the best place to be yes it is and um, I would like to know if you would like to Tammy, take us out with the last words, and then I will switch us. Then just a couple seconds or whatever you feel like it. Just if you if you want to. I, I I'm gonna turn off my mic. Okay. Just taking a deep breath, allowing spirit to channel messages through me. I just want to thank everyone that participated in this and added their beautiful love and energy to this session. There are so many angels and guides around us right now, just jumping for joy that we are the way shores. We are the light workers showing up. We stood in line before we were born for these times. These times are amazing. And we are the people helping all the people around us. We're lifting our vibrations so our vibrations affect all life around us and help with this ascension process. Thank you so much, guides, viewers, Melanie, Melody, for joining us in this beautiful healing vortex of love that we've created that will always exist because love never dies never ends namaste namaste so thank you so much tammy thank you don't don't leave the green room thank you so much
And I want to thank you all for watching the show. And I hope that you've enjoyed it. And please um, walk in peace, love, and joy in every moment of your life. Thank you so much.